You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Wednesday night to you, you specifically. Everybody listening all over North America. My friends tuned in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Everybody locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. People on Sirius XM Channel 158. And everybody listening on a smart speaker. I hope you had a great Wednesday. And if you didn't, I'm going to try to help you out for the next three hours. So whether you're in California, New York, Florida, or Washington, and everything in between, let's have some fun, damn it. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and you, every single listener all across North America. Hello, Canada, and hello to my friends in in Paris. There's a lot of listeners who listen in Paris, in Germany, in the UK. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you're listening overseas and you don't want to incur international charges, You can always hit me up on social media. That should be free, right? You pay for an internet connection. It's it's at JR Sport Brief on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And much love to everybody listening overseas who's who's serving our country. I know y'all are out there. We got a lot of listeners doing a lot of things. Uh, Somebody is is cheating on their spouse right now. Uh, Somebody is at work. Uh, Someone is on a military base. Someone is listening. Is They're driving an Amazon truck. Uh, there is a police officer listening to me right down the road here on Peachtree in Atlanta. We got a lot of people listening. And we got a lot of folks, obviously, on the roads and at work and at home. And so whether you're building your next DIY project or whether you're in the back of a kitchen or whether you're holding it down. Shout outs to everybody holding it down. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. I appreciate you for tuning in. It's Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night, I bring you a new top six list. And that's what we're going to do an hour from now. You know, last night we talked about Scott Rowland going into the Hall of Fame, the debates about, you know, does he deserve to go and, and who deserves to go and who needs to be next. And I said, okay, fine. We got a lot of names. People feel a lot of ways about who deserves this Hall of Fame or not. We, we could argue that for years. I'm putting a different twist on it. Next hour, an hour from now, I'm going to give you my own personal top six list of legends who deserve more love. That's it. It doesn't necessarily have to be the Hall of Fame. It could be an accomplishment. Uh, It can be an all-time list. And I look forward to sharing you or sharing with you that list next hour. It should be pretty cool. I think it will be pretty cool. So stay tuned on that. Uh, If you tuned into the first hour of the show, because we get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, we talked about MVP. We found out the candidates for NFL MVP, uh, Mahomes, Jefferson, Hurts, Burrow. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. I I ain't stutter. He's he's a candidate. He ain't winning. And then you got Josh Allen. And I I think just because of everything surrounding Jalen Hurts from his story, how he obtained the job, held on to it, having the number one record, 
despite missing two games, still combining for, what, 35 touchdowns? Uh, there's, there's a lot there that I believe will give him the edge ahead of riders from Patrick Mahomes, who has one already. These are sports writers who vote, and sports writers typically go for the great story. Uh, the great story here, along with the numbers, is Jalen Hurts. And, you know, as we move on into this hour, unfortunately, I have to move on into uh, to stupid things or stupid people or dumb ideas. I-, I mentioned to you Josh Allen. He ain't winning MVP. We know the Buffalo Bills were slated to do a lot of things this season, like when the Super Bowl didn't happen. Uh, Josh Allen and his turnovers, his injury, after that, things kind of, the, the level of play went down for him and the team, not just because of him, the defense, et cetera. Uh, but Josh Allen ain't winning MVP. But I do have to give him some credit. And this is where we'll talk about stupid things and stupid people. And we'll get to Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts. They fall into that stupid category as well, but we'll get there. Josh Allen spoke to Kyle Brandt on his show. And this is a crazy thing. This past Sunday, we know the Buffalo Bills lost. The Cincinnati Bengals beat them. And then they were out on the field, you know, giving the world snow angels or putting snow angels onto the field. Okay, fine. Buffalo Bills season over. The Buffalo Bills need help. Josh Allen needs help. But one of the highlights of the game, before the game and around at the midway point, was the fact that DeMar Hamlin was in the building. He was. He was carted in. He went upstairs. He was in the window. And we had uh, people on the Internet. I'd say the Internet, which is an amazing place. It's an amazing tool if you know how to use it or use it responsibly. But there was a massive uh, group of, I don't know what you call them, conspiracy theorists who wanted to say that that was a DeMar Hamlin clone. Why didn't we see his face? And oh my God, a vaccine knocked him out and, and did it to him. And, and it's just, just, just things that are unfounded. People peddling and spreading whatever financially benefits them, I would assume. And so this caught so much legs that DeMar Hamlin even put up a post standing outside of his mural and said, clone. As if to say, yes, yeah, I'm a, I'm a clone. The NFL found a clone and they replaced me. And like this is a science fiction movie. Like we did not just see a human being, unfortunately, die on the field. And if you should have time, and if you have a subscription to HBO, I encourage you to watch Real Sports, where unfortunately we have multiple athletes every single year who compete at a high school level all across America who unfortunately die to a cardiac arrest. Check it out. And by the way, this is also something not unusual that has started over the past few years. Go check it out. Great HBO Sports, Real Sports piece. And so Josh Allen also got wind of this. And so Kyle Brandt asked Josh Allen, what do you think about these conspiracy theorists? What do you think about people who believe that DeMar Hamlin is not real, that he is now a clone? It sounds even crazy to say over the air. And Josh Allen gave an appropriate response. That's stupid. Um... (laughs) That 
You said main, like there's mainstream media outlets pushing this? There's mainstream media outlets. There's people with like really legitimate heavy followings who are saying the fix is in. Um, that was not Damar. His face was covered. He had sunglasses. He had a hat. When they went to him on CBS, you couldn't see him. And that there's this next level conspiracy that that was actually not Damar Hamlin at the game. They're saying it. One, that's that's Damar's swag. That's what he like. He works wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame. So, yes, that was Damar. There's absolutely zero <laughs> chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay, the good. Demar Hamlin. That's our guy. That's uh, our brother. He was with us pregame, postgame. He was up in the suite with his family, his little brother, 100%. So people need to stop. I got it. Stop this. <laughs> the, the internet is, is such an awesome tool. It's good and it's bad. It depends on how you use it. Unfortunately, we got too many people using it with too much time on their hands. And then, then we got another group of people who use it to make money off of other people, namely idiots. And, and this is the world that we live in. It's just absolutely ridiculous. People have to question this. I feel like I'm giving it too much validity by discussing it. I debated it. The man died on the football field. Well, what do you want him to do? Walk out onto the field and be mobbed and... The guy needs to chill out the best that he could. That's why he's in a suite. That's why they didn't allow anybody near him. And sure, he went into the locker room with his teammates, but I'm pretty sure they didn't say, hey, man, let's let's do some push-ups. I'm pretty sure they used him to, to, to inspire the team. We saw it didn't help. But, I mean, damn, what do you want from a guy who just died on a football field and was revived? It's not even a matter of sensitivity. It's a matter of, of, of just being a jackass. On Monday night, the man died. He was resuscitated while his own teammates stood around him and, and shielded him while he was being revived. But we got people who want to peddle conspiracy theories and the man almost died. Find something better to do. Like step into the world of reality. Control something that you can. And if you happen to be an individual who finds time to debate things online, get a hobby, like a real one, something constructive, something that might make you money that isn't destructive to other people. Got a lot of stupid people in the world. My God. Go outside. Read a book. Do something. I mean, sheesh. Thank you, Josh Allen. He ain't winning MVP. He could have used some, I would have used some stronger words, but uh, good for him. I mean, damn. 855-212-4CBS. Jay is here from Chicago. What's up, Jay? Nothing. How you doing, JR? I'm good, man. What's up? Nothing. I just, I was just listening to just yeah, how dumb people are cloning, really. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, what? <laughs> Honestly, if you were watching the game at TV, the only reason why we didn't see him was because the snow was coming down. So I don't know if that kind of confused him up a little bit. Well, Jay, do you remember Dolly the Sheep? Yeah. You remember how long, what was that, 25, 30 years ago? Yeah. Listen, we can clone a lot of things. But, yeah, (laughs) I'm sure the NFL picked up the phone and said, listen, we need another cornerback. He needs to look like this. Like, like what? This is not... (laughs) This is not Terminator. This is not RoboCop. This is not Aliens. <laughs> like, let's let's come to Earth here, please. Oh, that's see, that's why that's what makes this planet so awesome. 
you don't know what you're going to hear from day to day. That's what keeps me going. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a wild place, Jake. Thank you for calling from Chicago. It, it might as well be a science fiction movie out here, right? Like they, they cloned Damar Hamlin. Sure, yeah, right. Oh, what did they do? Clone Tom Brady as well? Is this the original Tom Brady or is this the second version? Is, is uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I remember in Men in Black almost 20-something years ago, uh, they said Dennis Rodman was an alien. Well, is, is Aaron Rodgers an alien for Men in Black? I mean, we, people will come up with anything. We live in a wild, wild world. I'm going to leave it here and end on this. All the best to DeMar Hamlin, the real, original, breathing, thank God, DeMar Hamlin, all the best to you in your recovery. And it's a damn shame that we have idiots here who want to uh, peddle nonsense and, and take advantage of someone, or at least his story, who died on a football field and was revived. I, I find it disgusting, despicable, ignorant, ridiculous, asinine. And I can use stronger words, but I get fired. You can use your imagination. Something else that was also stupid since this is the dummy hour, and this happens to be a little bit more lighthearted and comical, it took place tonight. It took place in Pittsburgh because Duquesne hosted Loyola Chicago in a basketball game. A basketball game, for the most part, that doesn't mean anything. Duquesne beat them 72-58. to But in the middle of the game, And I don't know what Duquesne's policy is for tickets. I don't know what their security policy is. I'm sure this was bound to happen. The game was interrupted. The game was interrupted. You know what? I want you to hear this. This is from ESPN. Loyola would take over 10 minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. Oh, this has to be one of the all-time greats. I'm actually not kidding. No, no, this is the truth. I think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. looked like he – was he going to deliver the the McDonald's to somebody on the court? The the man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the court. There he is. There 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 he is. This guy's actually – who's he delivering it to? The ref, the, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Whether it was for him. Here we oh, go. We got oh, it. oh, we got it. This oh, we've got it. the delivery. This is, this is an actual story. This is breaking news. For the, Look at this. Look at this. He's still looking. This guy thinks he's going to get a tip. <laughs> so the, the, the visual is equally amazing. When you're not driving or if you have a chance, just go Google it. You'll find it. The dude is is over towards the baseline right at the corner. And he's on the court. And it's like, how the hell does he even get to the court? I, I get it. It's not an NBA game. It's a college game. But nobody, there's no security, no staff, no spectator. Nobody said, hey, man, what the hell are you doing? Get off the court. The referee had to, he had to blow the whistle and say, what the hell are you doing here? And the guy is holding up the, the Uber Eats bag like, 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 hey, is this yours? And then they actually find him the next scene. The delivery guy is on a concourse 
with someone who appears to be, and I say appears, he could be, could not be, he appeared to be a student. What, what is this? I wish I was joking, but a college basketball game was interrupted because an Uber Eats delivery guy, and I don't know, did he, did he get off of a bike? He had McDonald's. Did he get off of a bike? Did he come out of a vehicle and walk into the arena? How did he get into the arena? We we in a wild world, man. Should he get shut up, should, he should get a big tip, right? Should he? No, he should he's walking out to a basketball court in the middle of play. Tad to have been a prank or something. Is that uh what do you call it? Uh that's dedication though, right? No, this is stupidity. Oh. Where'd he get McDonald's from? Had to be a prank, huh? Wait, JR, you gotta gotta go through with it, but I'm saying he well, I'm sure about you. You're right. You know, you're right. Like Jr. Like how is yeah. this? Remember, remember, you did the, the 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 segment on Mr. Dawes. I think that's what the kid's name, the guy's name was, the fake Clay Thompson. Oh my God! What a, <laughs> oh my God! He had a name. So Jr. If this is the case, who's to say next time I don't I don't dress up as a mascot, pretending to be, you know <laughs> be 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 a school's alma mater, and you know. Get a, get a ticket that way. Get on a floor, which could be an expensive ticket to a, a, a respective venue. And, and and trouble breaks out because of that. Like, this is potentially dangerous. Where is security? I don't know. This is so, this is courtside, for God's sakes. You can't? You mean to tell me you can't dress up as Benny the Bull and just walk into the arena? I mean, you shouldn't you be. You shouldn't be, but you shouldn't be able to. There has to be some form of identification that you present that you can't just go onto a floor in the middle of an interscholastic collegiate basketball game. Well, all you need is a bag of McDonald's and a receipt, and you're good. Yeah, and, you know, and you're barking up the wrong tree because at this particular time, no one wants to be stuffing their face with McDonald's when they're running up 90 down, you know, in the feet. No, it would have been something <laughs> different if he tried to hand it to a player. Right, right. That would Look, who, who knows? Maybe tomorrow comes and we get a TikTok or a YouTube video or a YouTube something, and the guy goes... Yeah, it was a prank. Uh, you know, Uber Uber driver delivery pl- prank. I don't know. It's quite funny, though. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of stupidity, when we come back, we're going to talk about Jeff Saturday. Natural tie-in, right? He's getting a second interview? Ursay wants to give him another chance and opportunity? There are some in the organization who go, we need to give this guy the boot. The Colts, they are they're the Colts. They're the horses. But right now, they look like the horse's ass. They might have to change their logo. I'll tell you about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I just want to say mad respect for your show. You always uh, got a lot of good points. I agree with a lot of things you say. I just want to say I love your show. Me and my grandpa listen to it every night. I needed it at JR Fix tonight, and I'm glad that you're on. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Idiot Hour. 
And I guess I'm the ringleader. Depending on who you are, you may want to put me in that category. Right before we went to break, I filled you in about an Uber Eats driver, who, or maybe not a driver, maybe he's a biker, he's a walker. I believe sometimes, depending on where you live, especially in a city, Uber Eats will, uh, they'll like walk you your food. Like they'll walk, they'll walk to your house and knock on the door and drop off your McDonald's or your Jimmy John's or your Chinese for whatever you eat. They'll deliver it by hand. Somehow, some way, some guy found his way onto a, a basketball court at Duquesne. And he interrupted the game as he tried to deliver McDonald's. Prank, not a prank. I don't know. How the hell did he get on the court? Anyway, wild stuff. I also shared with you a ridiculous story that's been circulating over the past few days uh, surrounding DeMar Hamlin. That Josh Allen had to actually answer a question as to whether or not that was the real DeMar Hamlin at this past Sunday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Because according to a conspiracy theorist online that DeMar Hamlin, after he died, he was replaced by the NFL. And, you know, why did he wear a mask at the game? And why was he isolated? And the guy just had a heart attack. Like, just relax. It's come down to planet Earth. And so in continuing with the theme of Idiot Hour, I'm going to share with you an additional story. Jim Ursay. Yeah, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, the man who wanted to fire Frank Reich and replace him with Jeff Saturday, whose highest coaching experience happens to be at the the high school level. And yeah, sure, Jeff Saturday was an amazing player. One of the best centers of all time, had a, a great battery, a great relationship with Peyton Manning. It was nice, the video where they yelled at each other. That was fun. It happens. Relationships, everybody yells at each other. So, yeah, he was a great player. But how the hell he got there, we don't know. I guess him and, and, and Ursay, they like to throw back shots on the weekend. I, I guess he gets his laundry for him. I, I don't know. But Jeff Saturday was, was offered to be on the staff many a times, and he declined. He went to TV. He did television. And then, and then he said, yeah, I'll take the head coaching job instead. And it caused a ruckus because there were qualified individuals already on staff. But Jeff, Jim Irsay wanted to do what a lot of people do. He wanted to hire his friend. And so that's what took place, and they caught a lot of heat for it. And Jim Irsay at the time said, yeah, I don't, I don't know about building a, a football team, and I know about Jeff Saturday, and that's why I hired him, except for he used a food analogy. Listen. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team because I've been around for 52 years. Oh, okay. Well, all right then. Jeff Saturday, at his first press conference, he said, yeah, fine. Listen, folks, I've never been a head coach, but I've been around the game forever. Like, I know how to do this. Listen. Here's the deal. Everybody talks about my, I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about are you as qualified as somebody else, bro? I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to playoffs 12 times. I had, 
I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that I play with. You don't think I've seen greatness? You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work? I mean, one Super Bowl's been to two. Like, here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. I can appreciate the uh, the full forwardness. I appreciate that. He wasn't qualified at the time. And now that he took over from Frank Reich and got his ass whooped, uh, he won one game and then went on a seven-game losing streak, does he have more experience? Is he going to do better in a second go-round? We don't know. But what we do know is what's been reported. That he's had one interview already since the season ended. And that he is lined up and slated for a second interview for the full-time head coaching job for the Indianapolis Colts. It's also been reported that Ursay wants to hire Jeff Saturday and that there are individuals in the organization who don't want him. And sure, it's a matter of rumor, but typically where there's smoke, there's fire. And not just because of the recent news, but because of the larger picture of him hiring him in the first place. People going, what the hell are you doing? And they recently hired a slew of dudes who have had experience as offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. We got guys like Raheem Morris. We got dudes who have actually coached. Mike Kafka from the the New York Giants, their OC. I just told you about a former head coach in Raheem Morris. Uh, Wink Martindale, Dan Quinn. Yeah, he got plenty of time on his hands right now. Uh, Shane Steichen, we got a list of dudes who have some type of experience, but I don't know what Jeff Saturday is, is or what he has done to Ursay, but he has the man hypnotized. And he's doing what the hell he wants to do. And, and maybe he's being stubborn. Maybe he's like, hey, I put Jeff Saturday here. I want to see this through. And it's a crapshoot. Is it the safest option? It's not. It really isn't. But it's his team. He's the boss. He can do what he wants to do, and it might kick him in the ass royally. Like when they blew a 33 to nothing lead against Minnesota and lost 39 to 36. Or when they went up against the Dallas Cowboys and the Cowboys just said, here's 33 points, and the Colts didn't have even a field goal answer for them. But that's just part of the experience, right? He's getting his ass whooped. He, he knows what to do now, and he's going to come back next year better. Who's the quarterback? You know, who, who's going to lay the foundation for the team? And Jeff Saturday may work out, but the process that Ursay has gone through is ass backwards. This is one of my favorite things of all time. When Jeff Saturday was hired, Coach Chin, Hall of Famer Bill Cower, he was on CBS right when Jeff Saturday was was given and handed the job. And Coach Chin, Bill Cower, he went nuclear. Listen to this. You know, guys, I, I played in National Football League for five years. I went on to become an assistant coach right from playing the coach, and I was assistant coach for seven years. Hmm. 
blessed to be able to go to Pittsburgh and be a head coach at the age of 34 for 15 years. I'm speaking on behalf of the coaching profession. I know for a fact that Jeff Sarity was offered an opportunity to become a head, an assistant coach with the Indianapolis Colts multiple times in the last four years. He declined, citing that he had a TV job and wanted to spend more time with his family. Mm -hmm. I get it. That's fair. I get it. Coaching is about commitment and it's about sacrifice. It's not just a job, it's a lifestyle. That being said, Jeff Saturday has taken a position this year as a consultant for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. And he's talked to them weekly from his home in Atlanta. Wow. Now to find out on Monday, in that short period of time, he's now the head coach of the new Indianapolis Colts, overseeing a staff that he chose not to, not to choose. Not to join. Because of a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Jeff Sarri talked about in his first press conference the fact that he's going to use his second half as an opportunity oh. to build his resume, yeah. to see whether or not he can coach in the future. Mm. I say to that, what about the assistants on the staff right now? The guys that were there in training camp, the guys that were there early in the morning and late at night, the guys that have gone through the first six weeks in that building, guys like Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery, uh, John Fox, don't they deserve the opportunity for an owner to hire a coach who's never been an assistant at the college level or the pro level? And overseeing a very much a lot of candidates that are qualified for that job, as we see in Steve Wilkes, an opportunity to build a resume. It's a disgrace to the coaching profession. Mm. And regardless of how this thing plays out, what happened in Indianapolis is a travesty. Well, tell me how you really feel, Bill Cower, Coach Chin. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. It's not fair. That's, that's the main point. It's not fair. But life isn't fair. And Jim Ursay can do whatever the hell he wants to do, even if he's putting himself at risk. If he wants to hire Jeff Saturday and it's a disaster, then, then Jim Ursay is going to go down with making one of the dumbest decisions that we have seen in NFL history when it comes down to a coaching hire. If Jeff Saturday finds some way to succeed, if he gets the job over the next several years, then Jim Ursay is going to feel vindicated he's going to feel proven he's going to feel that he's smarter than everybody in the room seems that way already that he's stubborn that he wants to see this through because like he said what what he say shop let's play it he doesn't know how to make sausage but he's he knows football right now what he said i don't know how to make sausage i don't know what goes into sausage but i do know how to build a football team because i've been around for 52 years yeah, well, uh, I don't think he's been running no damn team for 52 years. He ended up with some guy named Peyton Manning. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about the Colts? Are they clowns for this? I think the answer is yes. If it works out, good for them. But the odds are not in their favor. I'm going to get some more of your calls. I'm going to give you an update on Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. Uh, we'll get into a new top six list. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it's always a pleasure to hear you because you know your product. You really do a great job by not distorting what the callers are saying. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, I'm going to bring you a new top six list. So much talk around Hall of Fame and MVP this and and Major League Baseball and MVP in the NFL. I'm going to give you a top six list of legends in, in just sports period who deserve more love. And so we got that coming to you at the top of the hour. But right now it's idiot hour. We talked about, I don't know, uh, the people who said that DeMar Hamlin has been cloned and it's ridiculous that Josh Allen had to say that. What the hell are y'all talking about? It's stupid. Uh, we talked about the delivery driver tonight at Duquesne who decided to walk onto the court and deliver deliver McDonald's. I don't know who he was trying to deliver food to, but we had an Uber Eats guy try to deliver food in the middle of a basketball game. And in really talking about ridiculous things, it's the Indianapolis Colts. It's been reported that Jim Ursay, he wants to hire Jeff Saturday full-time as his coach, and he's entitled to do whatever he wants to do. And ultimately, he might have success. Is this the safest option to build a team? I wouldn't say so. It's rather risky. But Jim Ursay believes in his friend, and he's the boss. He can do what he wants to do, even if it's not fair. I just think it's stupid. And he's entitled to do it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Anthony is calling from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. How you doing, JR? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Look, this is kind of comical uh, to me because this is very reminiscent of the Detroit Lions down, all, down through the years. Because when William Clay Ford was the owner, it was the buddy system. He had Joe Schultz. Joe Schmidt as a head coach, and then he moved on from him to Dom McCafferty, who died on the team, Rick Forzano, and all of these names. Uh, unfortunately for Mr. McCafferty, he didn't have a chance to show what he could do. But when he hired Matt Millen, it was coming off a season where Gary Moeller was the head coach, and the only reason why they didn't make the playoffs was because Chicago kicked the field goal and kicked themselves in. But he let Matt Millen hang around forever, and he's of the Marty Morning wig. We'll take the win in overtime in Chicago. Rob Melinari, the original 0-16 head coach. So it, it wasn't until Mama Ford took over that somebody with some guts would say, look, you're not doing the job. You got to go. So I don't know what Ursa he's saying he's been around for 54 years. Well, dude, did you ever look at the Lions and what they've done? You can't hire people just off the street and expect them to be a success, not at the prices that people are paying for these tickets. What are you thinking about them? What say you, Jr.? I guess he's waiting to, to you know, he's a rich man, and I guess he's stubborn. Um, that's, been, that's been proven already. And I guess the, the team is going to have to go further into the hole. See, they're already in a rebuilding situation, and they've been yeah. in a rebuilding situation since Andrew Luck decided to, to walk away. And we have right. seen veteran quarterbacks come in. And 
uh, Brissett had to take over, and we just saw Matt Ryan become a disaster, and then we saw we saw Rivers, and what else? What else do we need to see? Well, and it's, well, what it's you, not going to be an easy road. He's he's being stubborn. Yes. That's what he's doing. Yes, and and that that was to my next point. What you're looking for is a quick fix, and as the Lions have seen, there are no quick fixes. You stuck. You had Matt Stafford for years and years and years. And you were blind to what he was and what he wasn't. And instead of building on the defensive side and letting him be mediocre, you let him, we used to call him over here, Pat Stafford, because all he did was have empty calorie stats, but it wasn't resonating in, in the win column. And so Mama Ford could see the light, and definitely her daughter could see the light because she could see Quinn and Patricia didn't know what they were doing. Well, and it's, pulled- it's, it's nice to have uh, Sheila, Sheila Ford in the building now, and it's nice to have Dan Campbell, who obviously is someone with coaching experience. He was a, a part-timer with Miami, and then he was working yes. with Sean Payton in New Orleans. And so at least yes. I'll say this. Thank you, Anthony, for calling from Michigan. The Lions are on the up and up. And if you're a fan of the Indianapolis Colts, you would really have to hope that you don't have to hit the type of skids that the Lions have hit before there's some type of turnaround. But they've tried to squeeze in as much as they could by, by putting in these, these, these veteran QBs. I don't know who the QB is going to be next year. It's pretty bad. Dalton is calling from Topeka. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How you doing tonight, man? I'm good. Go ahead, please. Yeah, man, I was trying to touch on that DeMar Hamlin subject, man. Uh, there's always some people that are like, well, yeah, cloning is possible. Well, yes, cloning is possible, but they've done it with, like, lab rats, guinea pigs. And even then, when a clone is made, they're a bit, they come off as a fetus and they have to go through the growing process. So you're telling me that they cloned DeMar Hamlin and had him full-grown walking around and being able to act like a normal functioning adult within two weeks that's it's just absolutely asinine that these people can think this way and think that there's even an iota of truth to it 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 just blows my mind and plus i i don't get to hear you very often jr so i just want to get your pick on Bengals chiefs for the afc championship well, uh, well, well, we'll talk about that throughout the rest of the night. Uh, a matter of fact, we have an update, and thank you, Dalton, for calling from Topeka. We have an update uh, from Patrick Mahomes. Both Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, uh, they gave an update, and, and this is even more of an update. It doesn't have to come from either one of their mouths, but Patrick Mahomes walked into the press conference. He did not have on a boot. He did not have a limp. He appeared fine. Is that a matter of intermediate 20-minute optics, or is he fine? Take his word for it. This is what Patrick Mahomes had to say about his ankle, and he's actually surprised at how he feels. I'm doing good, you know. AFC Championship week, ready to go. How's the ankle? It's doing good, you know. I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. I felt better than I thought I was going to be after the game. I mean, moving on it during the game definitely – Definitely hurt, um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position, and obviously the next morning felt a little bit better, and I've continued to get better throughout the weeks. Okay. 
And what about his head coach, Andy Reid, who wanted to make sure on Saturday or Sunday this past weekend that that he was fine? This is what Andy Reid had to say. He's had injuries before, so um, he can bank on, uh, you know, that past experience that he's had. But, um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do fine. It's just a matter of making sure that he's safe to, you know, safe as you can be out there. And that was comments from both of them today. I'm flip-flopping. If Patrick Mahomes is going to feel busted up, then I'm, I'm picking the Bengals. If Patrick Mahomes is, is feeling okay, and he is okay, and he's, I guess, quote-unquote, as normal as can be, whether they give him a shot or he doesn't feel anything, I, I would take the Chiefs at home. So I'm, I'm conflicted about this. Who am I picking? You know, heading into today, I'm like, oh, I'm – I'm going to take the Bengals. I feel a little less confident about that, knowing that at least today, on Wednesday, Patrick Mahomes looked okay. It takes one hit. It takes one fat guy to fall on him. It takes one scramble in the first quarter for him to start limping around again. One hit. And so I have no idea. I I am still right now, as of this moment, going to give the Bengals the edge. Uh, I believe we're in store, hopefully, for a close game. If it's an ass-whooping, I'd be disappointed. We have two great games. We have a a slate of two great games, if we can call it a slate, even though it's only two. I'm looking forward to the Niners and the Eagles as well. I think that'll be a close one. And uh, we have to see what Purdy can do. And I'm going to go ahead and give my my predictions as we get closer because it's it's only Wednesday night. A matter of fact, depending on where you live, damn it, It's almost Thursday morning. And so we have gone from the idiot hour talking about the Colts, the people who think DeMar Hamlin got cloned, and the Uber Eats driver. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk about legends. I'm going to give you a top six list of legends in the world of sports who deserve more credit and more love. Don't move. 